Hey guys, uh, welcome to this week's podcast of Unprotected Sets. Today we got my dad Jess here with us, going to be talking about some masculinity things. All right, how's it going? Um, yeah, so what's your, uh, what's your opinion on like masculinity in society and how it can be beneficial like kids without dads growing up and stuff like that? Well, it's... I mean, you pose a uh, you pose a pretty broad question there. Uh, <clears throat> masculinity is what uh, was a driving force behind many of our current freedoms, <laughs> and won us <clears throat> won us a lot of wars and a lot of conflicts. And that's men and women, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and and when you tie that into um, fathers and families, it's you, you can see the devastation uh, caused, especially in, to, in the current climate, with uh, with kids who don't have who don't have good father figures or good home lives. Yeah, a lot of these kids growing up in rough er- areas, <coughs> not having dads and stuff. You see them getting into a lot more trouble, a lot a lot of violent crimes, and when they don't have that father figure there, they just don't have that important model in their life to show them how. Hundred percent to be useful in society and not go out and get in trouble all the time. Obviously a little bit of trouble is fine, but um, a lot of these rough areas that you see in the United States, these, a lot of these kids that are getting into trouble and like being repeat offenders and going to jail and stuff, they don't often don't have like a stable father figure in their life, which they need a, both a good mom and a good dad. hundred percent. And it's not even, you know, it doesn't really even have to be in rough neighborhoods. It's, it can be in affluent neighborhoods and good neighborhoods. Yeah. You, uh, when you don't have a, a strong father figure in the house and, you know, kids, they seek out that father figure. And a lot of times they find it in uh, poor role models or, um, you know, gangs or whatever. Any, where anywhere where they, they can. Yeah. Where they're looking for that father figure. And uh, they, unfortunately, they get led astray by, uh, by some evil people. Yeah, just takes advantage of them because they've never had that before. So they find it and they'll stick with it when they do find it. You know, it's for me. It's my <clears throat> it's my job as a father to um, instill faith and a belief in God and morals and ethics and work ethic and how to how to treat women. You know, and I think you've done a pretty good job. Thank you appreciate that how, how to treat mom and how I treat my wife and just got to set a good example that's right lead by example right yeah that's from monkey see monkey do that's right lead by example that's that's the best leadership tenant there is and being a veteran myself that was learned uh, in the military uh, that you lead by example talk is cheap but it's your actions yeah I'd be able to show it instead of just saying it. that's right that's right Showing, uh, showing stuff like that goes a lot further than just saying it's like a promise. You got to be able to like act on what you say, and you can tell people all the stuff you want, but unless you show it, they're not going to see how it actually works. So, like growing up, you can like tell your kids all that stuff on like what to do, but they don't know how it works unless they see you do it and see like how it affects people, and like it just determines what they want to do or not. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like if I told you and your brother one thing and then if you saw me do another 
Yeah. Would Would you respect me? Probably not. No. I wouldn't know which no. path. I'd probably do what you would do instead of just doing what you would say. Just That's right. And, and uh, you know, being a dad, being a father is one of the greatest blessings I've been given by the good Lord. And uh, I got, I got two, two healthy, good boys who are, uh, I would do anything for anything. And it's, it'll, it'll change your life. Um, it's setting a good example and, you know, and we're facing a lot of challenges right now uh, in this country. And, Oh, it wasn't too long back that toxic masculinity was the, the catchphrase of the day. And, you know, a lot of companies jumped on board with that goofiness. And, yeah. Um, it was a lot of so-called, uh, quote-unquote, toxic masculinity, like I said before, that uh, provided us the freedoms that we have today. Yeah, kind of tying into that. Like, every you'll see all these videos online, like women, like super far feminists are saying that, they don't need men to exist in society, but that reminds me of a quote that I saw on someone else's podcast where this guy is talking and he says that men should be dangerous, but know how to control it rather than just be weak and have no power. Cause like, what are you going to do if you're a husband and your wife and then someone like breaks into your house, you, the man has got to be able to fill his role and protect his wife. And it's just toxic masculinity isn't a thing. It's more of like men have to protect women is that's what God's role for them was. It has nothing to do with sexism or anything. No, no, it doesn't. A man is there to protect women. And his family. He's, yes. He's there, he's there to protect his family. And, it, you know, that's you're right. Men are to be dangerous and feared, but they're also to be good stewards and good protectors. They're able and, to control it. That's right, respectful. Not. And it, it's... You know, there's a difference between masculinity and, and just downright evilness. There's yeah. a lot of men who are evil, a lot of women who are evil. Um, but being a, a masculine man is is nothing to be looked down upon. No, 100%. It's something that's totally useful in society nowadays. With You see everyone's trying to push a weak agenda on all these men, but that doesn't benefit anyone. Um. It's like going to the gym can be looked down on by some soy boys and stuff, but you need to be able to build that <laughs> mental toughness and be able to protect yourself and your family or whoever you're with because no one's going to want to uh, be with a guy that's just kind of a beta and just kind of mopes around and can't take care of himself <laughs> or his family. A beta. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's Men are – our roles are to provide – to protect that's what we do yeah that's that's not toxic there's nothing bad about that mm -mm. we are you know a, a good masculine man is respectful to women treats women right uh like your mom and i are 100 percent team yep. in our marriage you we, both have different roles but it absolutely. works well together absolutely uh we both bring different strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. um, we complement each other very well. And that's that's what is to be taught. That's how it should be. Yeah. It shouldn't be that Absolutely. everyone's equal. Everyone needs to have their differences yes. and be able to complement yes. each other on those. Everyone's pushing that we should all just be the same, but it should be different no. than that. You should be 
different than your partner like how boring would that be if you guys were the exact same and didn't have any differences that you could go out and explore those with with each other not not good that wouldn't be good at all it wouldn't be very exciting just leads to a boring life um you see a lot of these like big companies too that like for example harry's razors wanted to push that toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. was a thing and a new i forgot what the name was but new razor brand came out and they just completely went against that and they were like men should be men it shouldn't be pushed that like boys shouldn't be out getting into fights when they're little like you shouldn't push for that but if you need to defend yourself you can do it and 100 percent, 100 percent. it's you know like i always taught you boys you don't start fights but you you damn sure can finish them yeah you're not going to be bullied and you're not you stick up for what's right you stick up for yourself and your friends and your and others and you know what? Sometimes evil needs to be met with force. That's just all there is to it. You can't always stop it with just kindness. No, nope. takes you a while, a long way, but you can't. You can't always use it. Unfortunately, that's true in this world. You got to be able to be dangerous when you need to be. Yeah, um, right. Step up and be a man when it's called for, but be able to control yourself when you don't need to do anything like that. Um, you got to be of strong faith. And- you know, that's, that's another thing that's very, very important. And that's the thing I think uh, that this country is getting away from. Mm-hmm. You know, you see it across the landscape. And if, if people were uh, adhering to, you know, the, the teachings of the Bible and, and kindness and the commandments and how to treat people, we'd be, we'd be a lot better off. We would be a lot better off right now. There's, there's too much stuff going on, too much evil running around. It's being pushed that we should be like decreasing what we can do to stop it instead of increasing what we can do to stop it yeah going off what i was saying before and doing everyone's doing like decreasing um everything we can do to stop it and we should be increasing like we should not be pushing for gun control because taking guns away from law-abiding citizens won't do anything Uh, if a criminal wants to shoot up a place he's going to find a way to get a gun and do it it's not gonna it's gun control won't stop any of that evilness from happening so we should be equipping teachers with that are certified for firearms and being able to let men control um what they can and even women too if a girl teacher decides she wants to get a license or a gun license to protect the kids in her classroom should be 100 percent allowed absolutely to stop evil like that the uh the gun's not the problem not at all it's the person behind it um it's it's highly politicized. It's a it's a highly politicized issue, right? But mm-hmm. the the real fix of the problem uh, is not gun control. No. Yeah, yes, there needs to be gun controls in place, proper purchasing guidelines, those kinds of things. But if if we're going to get serious about stopping mass shootings in this country, you need to arm the capable staff in every school that includes men and women there are very many 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 capable women who are excellent shooters 100 percent, very brave men and women yeah um, you arm the capable staff you hire professional shooters whether that be ex special forces folks what have you and their only job is threat engagement that's their only job in a yeah. school because what you have is you have an extremely soft target and that's 
Phil, it's a target-rich environment. So everywhere. Yeah. None of none of the students are protected by anything. Nothing. Like they're not carrying their own self-defense. Nothing. It's so like walking into a candy store. Shooter can go in there, and, and it, it doesn't matter if he's armed with an AR-15 or with a with a 12-gauge shotgun or a handgun. He's gonna he or she is just gonna lay waste because there's nobody is returning fire. No. Uh, and it's unfortunate. We we need to start guarding our children like we guard our money mm-hmm. uh, by highly protecting them. Yes. A shooter yes. is not going to enter a school if he knows there is security that is able that will um, stop the threat right away. Well, he's not going to go in there and just have a free-for-all. And even if they do, they're going to be met with deadly force immediately. And right they're, they're going to be expired. And, and that's going to be the end of it. They won't make it to a classroom. Correct. You, there is evil in the world. There is evil in the world, and evil needs to be met with force. You're not going to get rid of it with talking and rules and laws because evil doesn't Care. abide by those laws. You can also bring that back to just having that father figure in, the, in your life. Um, a lot of these kids growing up, they – they just have, they're already evil people, but they don't have someone to help get them on the right path. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, I was always around guns and I've never even had the thought of bringing one to school and doing anyone harm with it. I was always raised right. Um, like the pointing with the barrel at the ground, always, you never point at anyone. You never have your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to shoot. Um, just all, all the basic rules and just raised right. And, um, just comes down to stuff like that. And if you were you were dealing with problems, you, you know, mom and I, I hope we're clear that you could always come and talk to us, or yeah. we would get you someone to talk to if you were struggling. You, you know, you would never have resorted to taking it out on anyone, right? To taking a gun and just killing a bunch of innocent people. It's just utterly. It's sick. Evil. I think there is like a big mental health crisis in the. In the uh, country right now, overall in the world, just people will get mentally sick and instead of seeking out the right type of help for it, they'll just bottle it up and bottle it up and it'll drive someone crazy. Mm-hmm. It's it's just an issue that has to be dealt with. I feel like there's a lot more of it nowadays than there was before. and There sure seems to be. It's almost like it's embraced for a lot of people. And um, if anyone's dealing with mental health stuff, just like – Therapy should be something that's not looked down upon. It should be open to people. You shouldn't have to seem like it's a bad thing to go to it if you're oh, dealing with absolutely. anything. Absolutely, absolutely. It should never. You know, we've we as a country have really worked hard to re- remove the this negative stigma that comes with you know seeking help for mental health. And yeah, it's something that needs to be addressed and people need help and you know a lot of these you see a lot of these shooters and we can tie that back into what what was missing in their in their life yeah fathers mothers you know they're they're just wayward kids who have been given no guidance and they've a lot of them are products of their environment where they're just surrounded by evil and terrible things they've been in terrible terrible experiences and no one was there to help them through it. Nobody was there to help them. And it's, you know, that's not an excuse by any means. No, but it could have been <clears throat> avoided just by seeking the right type of help. Sometimes, yeah. Or a good father or a good mother or both in the home. Yeah, you know? just any anything <clears throat> that you that 
it's just simple fixes to stuff like that. You'd be surprised how far that it takes someone. How far just having a good family, how far that goes. Yeah. As long as you have two good role models in your life, um, I feel like that would fix a lot of this a lot of problems in this in this country. I agree. If kids just grow up with um dads and moms that were dedicated to like raising the family right. Um good values, going yeah. going to church and not yeah. just see a lot of like, people just running around having a bunch of different kids with a bunch of different moms and these kids are gonna be growing up with a bunch of kids with one dad. He's not gonna be able to be in all the homes at once. Mm-hmm. Um it's probably it just doesn't help them go down the right path. It's... They need to get back to old values where it was a man and woman start one family and just keep it that way. Yep. Yep. 100%. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, hope you guys tune in next week. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs>